0: Welcome to second emulation. The new kid on the block for Marvel Heroes is Moon Knight. Now I haven't heard much about this character, but I like the outfit he has on. It really gives me Batman vibes. Moon Knight was an interesting introduction to the Marvel Universe based on a character that is fairly unknown to many of us, even myself. I had to do a little research to dig into who Moon Knight is, who are his Villains and character backgrounds who's associated with him. And so when Disney Plus announced a Moon Knight series, it was interesting because the character Mark Spector has multiple personalities. And for those who've watched different films, Hollywood has portrayed main characters with multiple personalities very differently in film and in TV. And those series slash films are United States of Terra, of course, Split, and the Fallout with Glass with James McAvoy. And for those who don't who have not seen a show like that does have a character who does display multiple personalities, how they normally display that is very different. So those who've seen Split and Glass probably went into this movie having an idea of what multiple personalities would be like for the show and it's very unique to have a character a superhero in the Marvel Universe that has that multiple personalities so it was a unique introduction of this character now for those who do know what that is myself and personally have seen shows who that Hollywood has chose to like display and kind of show or interpret what multiple personalities will look like on screen. And and it varies from production to production. Some shows will have the main the main character have internal monologues or conversations with those different identities internally. Some may even just show the physical transition in the forefront. And some might actually have both. So there was a very distinct representation of when this character was talking or who he talked with. There was a distinction that he is talking with someone else. Now, this is very unique because in the sense that how is this going to be be portrayed since the actor Oscar Isaac has been in films of such as the Star Wars trilogy and also the X-Men Apocalypse, which, oddly enough, is his second introduction to the Marvel Universe as he did play Apocalypse, who, oddly enough, is the first mutant in Egyptian. And he's now playing a character who has ties that are deeply rooted in Egypt. Coincidence? I think not. And with the knowing that the multiverse is now common ground within the Marvel Cinematic Universe and shows, there could be a chance that not only Oscar Isaac will have to play his Moon Knight character, Mark Spector, but also Apocalypse if they decide to go that route. But I find it very interesting. Now, overall, as the show continued, went on, there was a lot of key differences, a lot of transitions to show you who you're introduced to in the beginning series, which oddly enough is not the main central character, who is Mark Spector. Mark Spector is someone you're introduced to fairly early in the episode. But he's not at the forefront. It is actually Steven. Now, what's interesting is the portrayal of these, of the multiple personalities, because, again, it does force an actor to express range for each character. James McAvoy did it every time he transitioned to a new character. It had to be very distinct of the one prior so the audience could identify this was a different person this was a new character that you have to portray and bring it to life on screen and i think what they did very smart with this is the accent with steven he has a very british accent he identifies that he comes from the UK, so he's very rooted in the culture of the United Kingdom. And then Mark Spector, who is an, uh, a US citizen, speaks very, he speaks English. He is a mercenary. So, very two distinctly different characters, and the accent does help solidify that this is a new character and oddly enough for me personally hearing oscar isaac speak as steven in a british accent was was different because my exposure to oscar isaac has been star wars and apocalypse and i believe i I believe, as far as I know, those who have been in the only productions he's been in that I've seen so far, and I think Dune as well. But this was a great big leap, and it was interesting to see how comfortable and natural it seemed when he, you know, asked Stephen speaking in a British accent. It was interesting. It was, I was. I was marvelled at Oscar's Isaac's performance as his portrayal for Steven Now the interesting part about this is that like all Marvel shows there's a hero and a villain now I don't know too much about Moon Knight, who his antagonists are, but it was very interesting that with this we did get an introduction to more pocket dimensions, more gods that are different from North's mythology of Odin, Thor, and those different patheons. So it was nice to know that these Gods exist in in the Marvel universe, but they also exist and have their own pocket dimension where they exist. And they're very different from our first experience with Thor is that they do need to have followers and people who believe them in order to gain their strength. Which is very different than Thor, who is is a god himself and doesn't require followers and people of the faith to worship him in order to have his type of power so it was very different in how they represented the egyptian gods as opposed to the north mythology of gods such as thor Now, with all Disney Plus shows for Marvel, this is a limited run, so a very short series. I believe six episodes of the show. I'll have to go back and check, but I believe six is the standard for that. So it was fairly short. Each episode was under an hour, give or take. So there was a lot you have to pack in within each episode to give detail to help the story progress even further. Now, <clears throat> overall, we're introduced to only three of three characters or identities that Mark Spector has, including himself and Steven and then another person that we get introduced to at the end of the series. Now, I don't know how many identities Mark Spector has but doing some research it's quite a few so it's going to be interesting how some of those do play in the season 2 of the series if there is a season 2 but I do understand I do know that this was a very big introduction to supernatural I know with Doctor Strange and the of madness is another and in- introduction into the supernatural i did read or was able to dig up and find that moon knight is part of a you call them an avenger c team called midnight suns that does it have characters such as blade a part of and maybe ghost rider and they deal with a lot of supernatural type Threats that the A team, B team can't, doesn't have the time to dig into. There could be some segue into that with the success of Moon Knight, which watching the series from beginning to end, I sh- extremely enjoyed. It was funny. There was a lot of comedy moments that didn't feel forced because as you're introduced to the main character or what you believe to be the main character the first episode it is true they truly make you feel that this individual does not know what is going on and believes himself to be crazy or mm-hmm. that is the the lie that the other personalities make him believe that he is crazy and it goes deeper into the internal struggles of grief and pain that an individual might feel that would cause them or to develop a multiple personality or what would trigger that. And so you see that development beginning, you know, to end how this all came about and yes there is a resolution to the multiple personalities as again there's a struggle both parties have to come together to take on the great threat now when we move on to what the threat was the character was called arnold harold now in this series the Egyptian gods had avatars that they bestowed their, their gifts to, and Arnold Harrow was an avatar for Imhotep, who essentially had the ability to judge people before they had committed any crimes and condemn them, similar to the idea for Minority Report, stop someone before they actually commit the crime. And... Mark Spector's, he was the avatar for Khonshu, who was the god of the night, who essentially was like Batman bringing justice to those who commit evil. It was interesting to see that. Now, I don't know the full range of his abilities. He he wore almost like a mummy-type outfit, like battle armor. Every time I see him transform, it remind me of Guyver. That the thing would just come alive, and so every time i would he would transform, you would see like the mummification wraps apply to him, and then he'd be in you know his armor and he would fight some of the abilities that were on display were healing and superhuman strength and agility and acrobatics those were just the sum, but there could be more than, abilities that he, he may have that could be a showcase in the second season. Now with you know the conflict between Mark Spector and Arnold, it the series took place was very very closed off. Similar to how Wanda and vision were the threat was very closed off. It wasn't like an Avengers level threat everything that would that was affecting that harold was affecting was only taking place in egypt so there it was very isolated so that's one of the things that was very similar to other shows i mainly wanda and vision was that the threat was isolated that there wasn't anything happened here wasn't going to affect the overall planet Which is interesting because it's very different from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was much more of a global scale. This one was another isolated show in Egypt. Traveling on locations where they went, they, again, stayed more so in the European setting. So a lot of foreign countries I could see that I couldn't recognize other than, I believe, you, the U.K., was the only one that I recognized, and Egypt, of course. But it played very well to the overall locations for the show, just to determine that this was all just isolated in the series. Hoping that the season two, they're going to be expanding where the character goes to and who the villain might be for the next series going forward. The show overall was very good. Again, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. It This is a show in my opinion that is a good family fun show. You don't have to know too much about Moon Knight to be invested in the show. It's a very typical superhero series and it's done very well. I you know, I applaud Oscar I Isaac for pushing himself for this role and you could see it on full display within the series through his acting and bringing showcasing a character that I knew nothing about and many who are unfamiliar with Moon Knight don't know anything about other than those who are diehard fans and just learning about the character and Moon Knight as the series went on. made me enjoy the, the show, but also I don't know where I stand on the character because, again, I don't have much information on him. And I do like that Marvel and Disney are now bringing characters that have been in the background for so long to the forefront. And this was a very good introduction to a low-level character to bring him up to the status of of an avenger i don't know if there are future plans for the series like for the character to maybe go from tv to movie will he show up and in a different phase leading up to another avenger type global scale film who knows but it would be interesting to see how he interacts with other characters in the mcu just because he does have multiple personalities i would love to see him talk with of course professor x and have professor x engage with all his different characters or his personalities at best Yeah. And with, as I mentioned, the introduction to that, there are pocket dimensions. And based on your faith, which was very interesting, determined the pathion you would meet or the afterlife you would see based on your religion and your root and your birthright. Which is interesting because Mark Spector it it, it did it wasn't very defined in the beginning, but what also cemented it like in deep in Egypt and the answer of like how each person interprets the afterlife was based on their roots. And one of the things that was presented was Mark Spector. Was Jewish, and having some understanding and knowledge, and knowing that you know the Jews, the Hebrews are they're deep rooted in Egypt, so that those who are descendants of that, when they do pass on, their interpretation of the afterlife is based on the pathions of those of those gods. So they'll see the afterlife what's you know spoke about for those who in Egypt, the reeds or the 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 sands. Like every person who has who's a descendant of someone from a a religion standpoint when they do pass on, like their interpretation of what the afterlife is going to be will be represented of the gods that they or their ancestors may have prayed to, which was very interesting. And not everyone's going to see the same thing, which is oddly enough very cool because we there's this expectation that when we, you know death is very rooted in the show, but how they answer the question is like you're told that when everyone passes on, purgatory or a a realm of purgatory, we're all going to see the same thing. And it was very interesting to see them answer that question. No, how you interpret it is going to be very different as opposed to how your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, when they pass on, it's not going to be the same thing. It's going to the gods will interpret it and ease you into it, so it's not like a culture shock, which is very interesting. I'm like, oh, they're very considerate not to shock you, but allow you to get settled and understand you know, okay, this is the transition of you moving on to the great beyond and it was funny, but also interesting to see that they these deities were very considerate and it, even though it wasn't as important, it was a great detail to see in a show and have them trying to explain it. And though that information is not going to play any major part in other Marvel universes shows or movies, but it was just a nice explanation. It was a nice explanation of this grand old question that everyone was probably had on their mind that didn't really want to know. Now, the show overall it's good i I mentioned before that I enjoyed it, and for anyone who doesn't know anything about the characters that are going to enjoy it, you don't have to be an expert. This show is simply just a good entertainment it does have. Like a Michael Bay type feel when it comes to the actions and explosions. There's some comedic moments here and there that do help lessen the tension. But at the core, it does have a a set goal from beginning to end. What the show is trying to achieve. You have a hero. You have a villain. There's conflict, and at the end, that gets resolved for the most part until season two when they decide to expand beyond season one that about does it for today i'll see you guys on the next one Couple announcements here. In the process of getting a social media in the work where we can post podcast updates and announcements, you can find this podcast now on iHeartRadio. What else here? I want to make sure I read from my notes here. The podcast is always changing, and there are going to be more updates to how movie show reviews are done, which I am excited for. Remember to give a rate on review if you enjoy the podcast.